Hey, hey y'all, hey y'all. I'm Soph. And I'm Nat. And, and we're, we're the, the Travel Brats. Brats. Welcome to our podcast. We've been putting the brat in travel. Since 2020. And we're just getting started. From hidden gems to world-class travel. We've been sharing hot and not destinations from a bird's eye view and a party, party of, of two. two. So what's on the itinerary today? Hey, 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 Travel Brats. Happy Travel Brat Tuesday. It's Soph coming to the studio and... It's December 19th, and we are a couple days out from Christmas, and we have a very special guest that's going to help us close this amazing year. 2023 has been great, and we hope you guys are all getting your work finished, closing those travel plans, and getting ready for all the holidays to come. But I would like to welcome a very special guest. She is from all over the place. She identifies with multiple nationalities and she is a leader in the Women in Leadership Victoria chapter of Canada. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but her name is Urmi Hussein and we are so excited to have you, Urmi. How's it going? Good, and you? Good, good, good. So how's the weather up in Canada? <laughs> no, you, you, you don't want to know. You, I don't think you want, you want to know. <laughs> That's a dumb question, right? <laughs> no, but it's... Uh... A lot of snow and the minus 20. Yes. Yes. Wow. Well, we're so excited to have you. Tell us a little bit about your background. We, we'd love to get to know you and see just kind of like how you enjoyed living like all over the place and multiple continents. Yes. Um, I can tell you definitely. And I usually like to identify myself or present myself as Italian by birth and Bengali by, by blood. And I am now Canadian by law, but it's been a while. And uh, you're right, I did travel um, around the world. I moved from here to there, and I moved a lot within Italy. And I also lived in UK for a year, then I came back to Italy, and now I'm living in, in Canada. It's been, uh, it's been a long time, and uh, it's been a long, long journey, I guess. I'll meet with a lot of traveling. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you were born in Sicily, correct? Mm-hmm. So I was born in Sicily and then afterwards we moved to the north of Italy. Okay. We moved to the north of Italy and we were living in this uh, city, um, which is in, uh, it's in the province of Pavia. I know people are not aware of this province. I lived there for three years, then I went to UK for a year and then I came back and then I settled down in Milan. Wow. Okay. I always get those twisted up because they're so, you were like jumping all over and your yeah. parents are Bengali. Yes. And so you mainly identify with, I mean, you were talking about Italy because you grew up there, but you have a strong ties to, you know, Bangladesh people because that is where your roots are from, um, which is really interesting. Are there a lot of Bengali people that you met in Italy when you were growing up? We had a very small community of Bengali people, but it was very small. I did not have a lot of Bengali friends because I was the first one, as my dad liked to say, the first one uh, that, who was born in Italy uh, who had Bengali origins. So I, um, I didn't know many people from Bangladesh, not of my age. And even when I went to school, I was, I think, the only one from, uh, from Bangladesh. So I, uh, afterwards, like as, um, you know, as more and more immigrants were coming, there was a bigger community, but it wasn't as big as in other parts of the world. And then when you went to the UK, how did you like the UK? Because I'm sure it was very different from Italy. It was very different. UK had a very, very, very huge community of Bengali people. We often, I often feel like 
UK is like little Bangladesh because everywhere you go, like everyone speaks Bengali, everyone is dressed like in typical Bengali outfits, even in restaurants, you have a lot of Bengali restaurants. So there I felt like, like, you know, there was a very much uh, community of Bengali people and I feel like somehow I belong in a way, but at the same time, I also felt like I didn't belong. Like I liked the feeling of having someone who understands me, but when I came back to Italy, I felt like, no, I think I belong more to the Italian side, I don't know. Right, right. It's because like, you know, I feel like I have a similar background to you. It's not obviously location wise the same, but like having parents from a, a different country, um, my dad's from Mexico, and then growing up in the United States, like identify much more with the United States than I would with Mexico. Because I grew up here, you go to school all day with the kids that go there, you speak the language, you learn the customs. And I mean, in the United States is a melting pot. So it's interesting to hear that the UK is very similar. Like when you go to the UK, it's just such a melting pot. It's not like everybody's just British or, mm -hmm. you know, so that I think in itself is really interesting. Um, and, and I imagine you feel the same way. I love a mix of culture. So you've got so much of a neat mix of culture. And then to take it a step further, you moved to Canada when mm -hmm. you finished school in, in Milan, Mo Montreal, right? Yeah, I live in Montreal. That's right. And how do you, how do you like Canada? I do think Canada is a very, very big melting pot, much more than what I used to see in Italy. And definitely Canada was a land of discovery for me because I got to meet people from different parts of the world. And I have friends from different parts of, of the world, which is something that I very much like because in Italy, I feel like my um, circle of friends was very like niche. Like it was just Italian friends where here, I feel like I have a different group of friends, people from like different parts of the world. And I, I like that, that, you know, it's like, it's, it's a bit more dynamic. I feel like you got to learn about different people without being in their countries, you know, so you, they bring their country in you. Know, that's how I, I, I feel about Canada. And uh, it's definitely, um, it's been a good experience so far. Because of course, here you speak, uh, we speak a language which is not my mother tongue. So I had to like adapt in that sense. I work in an environment where none of my mother tongues are used. So that was a lot of adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, did you feel like in a sense it was similar to uh, living in the UK with the mix of people and culture? No, not at all. Not at all. Not, at all. not, so like not even close. So like different cultures or, or less of a mix or more of a mix? It's a more of a diverse mix. In UK, you have a mix, but I feel like if you go to certain areas, you only see that kind of mix. So right. that's the thing where here, I feel like no matter where you go, you have a very diverse mix. And that's what I like about this. Yeah, that's great. And then, so you went to university. Yeah, it was, um, I loved uh, going to university. I, I think it was so much fun. And I probably say this because I'm no longer a student, but being a student was the best thing ever for me. Like even now, I always tell myself I'm a student of life, even though I'm not a student at school, but I'm, I still like to see myself as a student because I feel like every everything we do in life is a learning opportunity. But I enjoyed every piece of like every bit of my university experience from A to Z. Uh, I enjoyed going to classes. I think I enjoyed it more because I enjoyed what I was studying. I enjoyed being part of the university life. 
uh, sitting in the library and study like until you know, 10 p.m. It was something that I very much enjoyed uh, because I feel like in university, yes, you just have to worry about your exam, but that's the only worry you have about life. You know, it's like a stress-free <laughs> moment yeah. of, your, of your life. Uh, it was a very amazing experience for me, especially because I, I think I enjoyed very much what I was, uh, what I was studying, and for me, it was like, you know, effortless. Yeah. What did you actually study and end up majoring in? Uh, finance. Nice. And you're still using that today, right? Yes. And I, and I work in finance. I, I feel very, a very proud woman in finance. Oh, that's really neat. We, we need more awesome women in finance. And um, you, you talked about finding your identity in Canada the last time we spoke. Was there anything specific that you already haven't mentioned that kind of helped with that? I would definitely say it was uh, Canada that's, that has helped me to find my identity, but it was probably because I could see more people similar like me in, mm -hmm. in Canada, especially in Montreal. And I think uh, the fact that people would just ask me like my origins, where I was from, it was something that I always struggle a lot in giving a proper answer. Like I was like, I'm, I'm not really sure what kind of answer I, I should mm -hmm. be giving. I feel like if I just stick to one country it was not enough. I was not telling like my full story. If I was, if I was saying the other country, I was not saying the other story. So um, definitely this question just triggered a little bit of reflection in, in me. And afterwards, after a couple of like, you know, open dialogue, thinking with myself, I finally, finally came to, to this conclusion that, you know, um, I am a third culture kid and I am embracing both of my cultures. That's awesome because there are, you know, how there are negative and positive sides to everything. And sometimes you're, you're wondering where, in a sense, your allegiance is or where you, what you identify more with, whether it's like an Italian or Bengali, and now you've been in Canada for what, almost over a decade or over a decade? Is that, yeah. yeah. And so you're, again, you identify well with Montreal and with Canadian people. And so I think in a sense, it's hard because there is that struggle when you have a parent from a different country and then you moved here and you lived here all around the world. But also there's a really neat positive side where you can connect with people that aren't just, you know, Italian from Milan, yeah. or you, you, they're not just in, uh, English from the UK, or they're not just Canadian. So I feel like that is kind of a neat thing in a sense, and it must help you a lot for your, for your job, where, I mean, it's not, you must have, like, instead of knowing one person or one group of people, you can identify with a lot of different groups of people. And when you're servicing clients or when you're working with coworkers and things like that, mm -hmm. so yeah, I feel like yeah. that's a really neat side of it. And then you also had told me that you were like, you were just a lover of travel, right? <laughs> I do love traveling. I don't travel enough. That's the problem. <laughs> I know. We all, we all don't travel enough. I wish I just traveled every day. But um, tell us a little bit about some of the places you've traveled and what's been your favorite or, you know, most unexpected experience. So I've been to, uh, of, of course, Italy, my my home country. There's Bangladesh, of course. I've been to Switzerland. I've been to Malta. I've been to Barcelona. I've been to Lisbon. I've been to New York, Mexico, Punta Cana. I can tell you my favorite one. It's always going to be New York. And I was just there two weeks ago. Yeah. No it's way. so nice. Yeah. No, I love New York. I love New York. Okay, why were you in New York? Was it for Thanksgiving or? I was there for their Thanksgiving. Amazing. Did you and go to I, the Macy's Day Parade? 
No, because we went after this, right? <laughs> so it was too late. So I had this huge, huge expectation that I'm going during the Thanksgiving. I'm going to see amazing things. Nothing. Because we went, we arrived there at night after Thanksgiving. And the weekend after, like the Friday and Saturday, it was very quiet in the city. But we went to Times Square. It was it was yeah. amazing. And then we, nearby Times Square, they had lights up like everywhere. I was like, oh my, oh my gosh, like so amazing. Uh -huh. It was something. beginning beginning to look a lot like Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I imagine it's spectacular around Christmas time there with all just Rockefeller Square and like yes. the light. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned a lot of places. You said, okay, New York was your favorite. You've been all over Italy, which is so neat. And guys, we're going to focus on Northern Italy with you in our season four, which I'm so excited to bring you back on and have you just kind of tell us all about Italy and where you grew up and your favorite places in Northern Italy. But um, besides that, yeah, I mean, Switzerland's so cool. Ottawa, Quebec City, Toronto, <laughs> so a bunch of places in Canada, which yeah. I'm sure... Did you, okay, now living in Canada, do you travel a lot in the summer when like the weather's nicer? So that's the thing. I, I prefer leaving Canada during the summer. <laughs> I prefer yeah. leaving, like, so that I can tell people, yes, I did travel and I stepped outside of the Canadian area. But during the, um, like during the pandemic, we, I did travel a lot within the, within the country, but I, honestly, I do prefer stepping out of Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what have like what places have you been in the UK that you liked a lot? I have mainly been in London, and that's because all my parents live there. I have not been in other places. Uh, London, it's it's the place I've been, and it's um, it's different. Like London has a lot of things going on. Like yeah, like center, this the, the downtown. It has a lot of uh, activities and a lot of things to to see. And now, do your parents still live in London? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Do they like it or do they miss like Italy or Bangladesh? Uh, you know what? I think it depends who you ask. I'm pretty sure my dad misses Italy. I think my mom likes uh, London because it feels like she is back to Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. <laughs> How did you like Switzerland when you went? You know what? If you want to like breathe fresh air, I think... Switzerland is the place to be. Um, I've been there two, three times because when I've been, I went to Lugano, which is pretty much next to Como, which is in Italy, Lake of Como. So it would like take me like 30 minutes to go to Como and then you just have to walk and you're in the Switzerland area. Yeah, that's how close it was. Wow. I'm telling you, I, I had this privilege. Like I always tell this to people. So I had this privilege of just had to cross and be in Switzerland. <laughs> and Switzerland is, is super, super clean. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of uh, greenery, but it's very expensive. I think lifestyle in, in Switzerland is uh, very, very expensive, but it's a very nice place. Like if you want to go for a weekend, if you want to like disconnect, I'm talking this, I'm the same for the weekend because I was I used to live in, in Italy and I was really close next to it. But like, if you want to disconnect, if you want to go for like boating, if you want to go, you know, just for like walk picnics, th this is definitely the place to, to go. Like Switzerland is really nice. Really wow. nice. Yeah, no, that's on the bucket list for me, most definitely. And I can't believe you're so close to Como. That's that's nuts. Um, like it's such a hidden, that's such a hidden like gem <laughs> fact that most people probably have no idea. I mean, yeah, you could look at a map, but people don't just, oh, I know that. 
Like how great. So yeah, thanks for your, thanks for your secret. <laughs> but um, also I, since you do know Italy well and you grew up in the North, but I imagine you've traveled a lot over the entire uh, country. What is just kind of off the top of your head, one of the favorite spots in Italy that you've traveled to? I very much like uh, Rome and Venice. And I, I feel like not many people like Rome as much, but honestly, like Rome has its own beauty. Like it's like you walk in Rome. First of all, it's vibrant. It's mm -hmm. dynamic. And everywhere you walk is like yellow. Like it's like there is that golden color in Rome that you don't have in other places. Right. And Rome has so much history. Like it's, it's amazing the amount of history and that there's so much like even the little streets that they have in, the, in downtown like that takes you to like different other places it's rome i think it's beautiful honestly it's beautiful there's so much life going on in the summer and then venice i love venice because of its uniqueness like where do you see a city like venice in this world nowhere i know nowhere. and you know what's crazy is venice i'm glad you talked about venice because there's a lot of travel bloggers and people saying that it's a place to skip when you visit Italy and they say it's dirty. And they, and honestly, when we went to Venice, it was one of my, yeah, Rome, Venice and Capri were my faves and Milan, Rome, Venice, Capri and Milan, but because I like fashion, but I thought that like it, exactly what you said, it's irreplaceable. Like Venice is irreplaceable. It's the city of mazes. It's so unique and it's so old. And it's just mm -hmm. like, it's so cool. Um, yeah. And just like yeah. the pictures you can take there, the experience you can have, yeah. the gondola rides, the just find, like we would find, we would just walk and just get lost and like yeah. find a little restaurant somewhere yeah. and just sit down. Yeah. yeah, it's just so incredible. Um, there's nowhere, like you said, there's nowhere in the world like it. Also, I do want to know, because you've been in New York and you love New York, and it's probably like your favorite place in the US that you've been to so far. How do you compare it to Boston? Because you've also been to Boston, right? Yeah, that's true. I, I forgot I've been to Boston. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Boston re resembles very much to Montreal. Yeah? Yeah, that's the vibe I got. That's neat, it's, huh? It's, um, it's a lot smaller, a lot less crowded. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a lot quieter, too. Like it's, I, I did not feel like it was hectic or everyone was rushing like I saw it in New York. And you can definitely see like people, like, I don't know if it's because it's known to have good universities, but you can sense that people know their stuff, they're smart. Um, and because it's a place where people go to study, it, re it resembled a lot Montreal because people come to Montreal to study. So I, I got that same type of vibe. Yeah. Um, and probably because it's a lot smaller and... It was very nice, honestly. Like Boston, I think it's a very nice city. It has few things that you can see, even though it's not as much as in New York. Like in New York, you have massive things. Like everything is big. <laughs> right. You've got a good point with the like the studying and that kind of and that kind of vibe because there are so many colleges from mm -hmm. like Boston to Boston College. There's just so many uh, colleges, med schools. And so you have a lot of students or like young professionals in Boston. And so it has its own kind of cool, neat, fun, young culture. Um, and I feel like for a more Northern city, the people are pretty like um, nice in Boston. Uh, they're like friendly and, you know, because yeah. I have two brothers that they both go to school in Boston or they went, they graduated, but they love it. Like they don't want to ever leave Boston. Um, they're like crazy about it. So that's neat that you had that experience. 
Because that's one of the big cities that I feel like people really love. And it can be an underrated place when you're like, where should we travel? You know, New York, everybody gets New York, Chicago, you know, somewhere out like LA. Yeah. Um, even Atlanta is a fun place. But like Boston is one of those really cool places. This I've always wanted to go to Malta. So like, what was your experience in Malta? So Malta, it's, it's a place that you see once and, and you're good. Yeah? Yeah, because it's, um, it's, it's very small. It's a very yeah. small island. You can go from one corner to another very <laughs> easily, but it's not like I don't. It's not a place that you would go back. Like it's not like it's in Italy. You say, okay, I can go back. You know, anytime right. I want, I should go back. Malta is not like that. You see it once, you're good. You're good for the rest of your life. Not not that I'm discouraging people for not for not going. I think it's a place that you visit once uh, because it doesn't um, it doesn't have so much that other countries do have like whatever right. it, whatever it has you can see it the one time that you go and you're good and it has yeah. beautiful things it has a lot of influence from italy for sure um it has nice beautiful beaches that's one thing that we very much enjoyed when we went like we did a lot of things in the water that's very that was very very nice yeah um and we saw a few few places like paletta but other than that, that was more than enough. It's, it was yeah. more than enough. Yeah. Well, and I love, um, I was thinking about Malta because I just love like the beach. So speaking of those, like that kind of area of travel, because there are certain people that do love that. And there are certain people that like don't, aren't into like islands or beaches or, you know, um, Mexico and the Dominican Republic. Because they're, I mean, they're, they're most definitely not the same. Okay. Mexico, you don't even have to do the beach there. You can go to all the incredible cities and whatnot, but I'm, I'm imagining you went to the beach in Mexico. Where did you go in Mexico? I went to, um, oh my gosh, I went to, uh, Riviera Maya. Okay. Yeah. It's great. Did you like it? I loved it. Are you kidding yeah. me? I loved it. I it's loved beautiful. it. It's not, so beautiful. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, I cannot describe the beauty of the, of the beaches there. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dominican Republic, how was your experience there? It was, it was good. I love the beaches there. I stayed in a resort in Dominican Republic, but I think I, I preferred my experience in Mexico, probably because, um, I don't know, I could feel the, the warmth of the Mexican people. Like it, there was a lot of, like, I felt a lot of joy when yeah. I was speaking with the people in Mexico, like I felt they came across very genuine when I was speaking to them and they're so nice. Like they really like, they melt your heart. That's how I felt when I was in Mexico. So I had a very good experience when I went. I, I, yeah. I prefer Mexico, yeah. Yeah, no, that's funny because I prefer Mexico, not just because my dad is from, born and raised in, in Tampico, but we just like the culture, we love it. And the food, we love it. It's just like yeah. one of those places that it's not super expensive to travel to, but it's like being in a whole nother world. Like a, like a, the beaches are like luxury beaches that you'd go find in like the Maldives. And it's getting a little more dangerous, but I mean, gosh, the amount of things you can do there from like, if you do want to go explore some of the big cities like Queretaro, um, Monterey, Mexico City, Tampico, or you want to go like to Merida, you want to see the ruins. Uh, there's so many ruins. Uh, you want to go to Cancun, like you said, Riviera Maya, which I find that compared to Cancun, Riviera Maya, I like it more because it is a lot more like secluded. So you mm -hmm. feel like you're on the beach, but you also feel like you're in this neat, like secluded part of the jungle. So I think that was a really cool thing for us. We, my husband and I went to Riviera Maya actually last year. 
um, on like an anniversary trip. And I was like, oh, like every time I go to Mexico, I'm like, I forget how much I love Mexico. And like, I should just actually try and travel here like once a year. <laughs> but um, no, that's great. And then the last place that you've been that, well, you know, you were kind of, you're, you kind of have roots here, but uh, kind of, you definitely have roots here. But I just <laughs> want to know like what your overall um, like feeling and opinion of Bangladesh is as like a place, but also like a tourist destination, you know? You know what? I'm um, pleasantly surprised uh, that it's uh, from a touristic point of view, it's changing a lot and it has a lot more to offer. Uh, it's been a while that I went there. So when I went there, like I feel like things were, were there, like you could eat in a good restaurant, you could go to the beach, you could go to very nice places. But I think now it's changing much more uh, rapidly because I see people that who have been there in the last few months and they're just posting things like pictures of resorts, picture of the beaches, like different Russian, different things that they are just creating. And I think it's attracting a lot more people to go there, right. and, which is a good thing. I'm, I'm glad it's happening because I also feel like, you know, because it's like so far away from, from everything. It's like not many people go there. I think people just stick to India, mm -hmm. but I think it's worth going to, to Bangladesh too because it has its own history, culture, traditions that you don't see in India. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is I imagine there's so much like rich history and culture. And I just yeah. think, and it, again, like you said, it's not super similar to the Indian culture, but the Indian culture is cool, so cool that I imagine the Bangladesh culture would be just so so neat that area of the world would just be so neat to just go and spend a while in and just explore because it also is so old like there's so much history there too and yeah, uh, yeah i think that would just be so neat so it's neat that you have roots there well that concludes our part one episode with urmi and we can't wait to have her back next tuesday i hope you guys got some awesome travel inspo for 2024 from urmi's many adventures and all the amazing places that she grew up Guys, we thank you so much for tuning in today. Urmi, it's been a total pleasure. I can't wait to launch part two next Tuesday. So if you guys enjoyed this, let us know, leave a review and check Urmi out. And we will catch you next week. Happy holidays. Hey there. Are you looking to sell your home the for sale by owner way? Then check out Listella. Listella is an online real estate platform where you can directly buy and sell homes with no negotiations and no commission. Sellers save the 6% they would typically pay an agent, and buyers can find and buy a home in as little as 14 days. The best part? If you're a Travel Brats listener and you list your home on the Stella, you'll get 20% off the listing fee with code TRAVEL. That's capital T-R-A-V-E-L. Check them out at listella.com or download the Listella app today. Looking for the cutest new travel pieces for your adventure wardrobe? Then shop best dressed. From gorgeous sundresses to adorable bikinis and cozy sweaters, Best Dressed has the perfect travel pieces for any vacation destination. Check them out at shopbestdressed.com and use code TRAVELBRAT20 for 20% off the entire store. Hey, Travel Brats. It's so happy holidays. We just wanted to say thanks for listening and closing out the year with us. And we wanted to let everybody know if they're doing any last minute holiday shopping, don't forget to check out our Amazon store for all the neat finds that you can give friends, family, and your loved ones this season. Again, have a great holiday season and see you next Tuesday.